This week on the podcast, we are venturing into the third film of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise at World's End. Let's go. Welcome back to the Dissect That Film Podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello. Um, They're always, they always got something hello. going on over there, some inside joke well, she, that I don't hear. I was trying talking. to do the whole thing where they're rocking the yeah, ship, but, and I was like... But that's... And then he's like... And I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. Oh. He, he's over here like, and I'm like, oh, and it was too late. Yeah, I was like, because you were doing the introduction. I was like, we're not in the introduction. It's the after part. I then know. you get out of I'm video. just trying to, you gotta do guys can watch see us. I'm just trying no, to you guys can, stuff. you guys are seen. I don't, I don't, I don't square off myself anymore. Oh, oh okay. I just do the so intro now. I don't care. Like, I don't care. To our, to okay. our tens of viewers on YouTube. So <laughs> many tens. It's funny how viewers. much I've just given a shit about how the video part of this <laughs> looks anymore. It's just us talking now. Sorry, everybody who enjoys our videos. I hope you enjoy our videos still, uh, even with the lack of clips and stuff that I used seen. to do. It takes a lot of time. You don't need pants. I don't need you pants. Don't need I mean, you're still on video, Dan, so... Still still stand it just, up. If you're gonna stand up, just kind of scoot over to the side, then stand up. Flash a cheek. <laughs> just like flash a sensor bar. What was yeah. that about? <laughs> it's okay. I gotta figure out how to do that. I don't know if I can do that. What's happening right now? <laughs> just turn the camera, I'll block it, split second, and then come back. Yeah, right. You figure it out. <laughs> Or we oh can just have it. Goodness. We can just have it where it's already over your crotch when you stand up. It's just it's like, like completely naked. Let's put pants on. Just a pixelated in front of your pants. I'm not do you wear like do you want me to wear like, like a pixelated bar on like cardboard or something. Yeah, so I meant like you want me like one time like yeah. no pants today and like stand up and just be pixel like yeah okay I got you. <laughs> yes, we're thinking ahead. Please, we don't, we don't know what's happening right now, guys. I do you today. Don't. We are talking about the third movie in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I can't believe we've already we're already here already. We're yeah. already at the end of the original trilogy <laughs> of this at, franchise. We're at, we're at the world's end, right? And um I can't believe we're already at 110 episodes as well. This is episode 110, right. which is wild. This is crazy to think about. So my so the 10th episode of this podcast was Twister. The 25th anniversary of Twister. It has been almost two years since we recorded that episode, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It's wild stuff. Two years. Yeah. I don't remember it. No, I don't either. Yeah. It's like you yeah, weren't that'd there. It'd be, be a thing to remember, wouldn't it? Yeah. It was like you weren't there. It's crazy Twister's stuff. Twister's such a good movie to be excluded from, but whatever. <laughs> 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 no, it, it, it's a great episode. I remember listening to it. It's good stuff. Very entertaining. Oh, thank, you. thank you. We tried. 
We tried really hard back then. Now it's kind of just like we don't try as hard. Because according to Angela, it's not getting any better. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> on my end, it's not. This is the best, best you get. Yeah, this is great. Just on a, just a, an easy slope down. It's like riding mm. the escalator down. Just, yeah, just go with it, dude. Yep. You just, you just go with the flow. Because it's like the hard, the harder I work, the worse it gets. So it's like, okay, I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna yeah. let it go. Yep, hundred percent. So Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. This, uh, well, I'm gonna start with you guys on your thoughts on this movie. And then I'm going to retell a story I told in the first Pirates episode and then uh, share off my cool, uh, something cool that I remember buying back when this movie came out on DVD. <laughs> so whoever okay. wants to start this off, what did you think of Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End? I'm trying to rec- like collect my thoughts here because we just finished it not long ago. This will be the only, I think, the second time I've seen it well, since we watched, we watched it in theater. It. We you did. said we watched it in theater. I don't remember watching it in theater, but... We had to have. I remember seeing it in theaters. I don't know. There's it, a lot that I don't remember that far back. It's been a little bit since we've watched that's, this. That's so. true. It was 2009 you know. when it came out. So. No, 2007. I, Set. This movie came I out in 2007. Okay, then we didn't. I thought it was 2009. We weren't Okay, together. so then. So I saw it without you. He saw, he saw it with another girlfriend. Victor was born in 2009. Yeah, that's right. We were together. I keep thinking, oh, God. We got married in 2007. Where? Hello. <laughs> holy shit if only people knew how little this argument actually means so we have both forgotten i'm just laughing because it's like a minute long conversation about when time was what happened when (laughs) we're old people i was gonna say i don't remember watching this in theaters i do remember watching it like there's there are several parts that i because it has been a little bit since we've watched this but I, there are parts that I remember seeing, but I, I don't know. They just keep getting better and better each movie. I, but I haven't seen past this one. So, I mean, it could take a sharp drop off into, you know, Saturn and be shit. But Magic 8 Ball says those results are probable. <laughs> Carry on. But, like, I. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's so good. I love, I love imagery. Oh, everything. Like, I can't, like, my brain is just like filled with happiness thinking about this, this one. Um, just the fact that you see everybody. I like the, uh, like he said, the imagery. I like how cinematography is good too. The part of what that. Um, what's his what's his name? The David Jones piece of shit. No, the, the oh, Beckett. Yes, yeah. Beckett. I like how him and his group and everything is all like bright and militaristic, and everything with Davy Jones is all sea related and dingy. And mm-hmm. I like how they keep with that, and like how they keep progressively getting dingier and more. Everybody's so dirty in this movie, except for Beckett and his people. <laughs> yeah, they're the they're all clean. And like it's just, oh, I love it. I love Tia and her. What she turns to brush her fucking teeth, man. Eat a carrot or two or something. I mean, they were pirates. They didn't give a shit about their teeth. They give a shit about treasure, treasure and rum. Right. I, 
I just, I, I love it. And like, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give away certain things that happen, but I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. We figured out time, right? So I can talk about this. <laughs> no. I I think this I like this one. I like this one. I, I agree. I don't, I don't I think I like I'm trying to think of where it places between all these. It's a good movie. I think they all fit together very well. Mm-hmm. But they all have a very distinct specifically this one would have the, the darkest tone starting off. Because mm-hmm. I thought you'd think it would be the second one, but then you watch this one and you're like, this okay. This is definitely the fair. darkest one in the franchise, in my opinion. Yeah, it it does it comes out just swinging. In general, I felt there was certain aspects of the film that were maybe not as relevant. Mm-hmm. And we talked about things, possibly some stuff being cut down. Uh, I like there were some shifts in characters, uh, specifically uh, Tia. We'll get into her later. Her shift of her importance to the, in the role of everything. Yep. Uh, even Jones was character was a bit different in this. And of course, we got our villain, which. No offense, I think he ended with a unbelievably wet fart at the end of this fucking movie. And, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it for most, you know, the characters were pretty much spot on. I didn't feel any big inconsistencies. I thought it was well acted. It was pretty funny. Uh, again, the cinematography, it's a really beautiful cinematography in this movie. Really, really, I mean, the score is good, but I really liked the score in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even over the other two. Uh, I just it it had a lot of I felt some good finality to it. Everything kind of I think it kind of wrapped up yeah. most things. I don't think there was anything big it and glaring to me. Great joke moments. Too. It did have some good joke some, moments too. Some very lighthearted, not supposed to be lighthearted, in, at some points. But I think it did better. I don't know. It still felt like it had scenes like the cannibal scene. In this movie, in the, as in this movie, like the, the one prior, like similar to that, like they could have trimmed it down, like I talked about earlier. But it's still an enjoyable movie. It's good. You just need to watch all three of them. If you watch them, just watch all three of them. They they complement each other well. It reminds me of the Star Wars trilogy, the original Star Wars trilogy, just with less Ewoks. I don't know. No, I'm not saying it's the exact same quality, but like kind of like that consistent tone for the most part throughout the films. So. I love this movie. I remember, I mean, I told the story back in the first Pirates episode, but I, I really wanted to go see this in theaters. And when I went to go see it in theaters, it wasn't there anymore. It had just left the theater like the day before. And I ended up going to see Transformers, which wasn't a bad alternative because the first Transformers is the best one. I remember buying this day one when it came out on DVD. Actually, the DVD that's behind me is my day one DVD that I bought. And I remember watching the movie and that score was so good that I bought the fucking I bought the CD for this fucking movie because it's so good. good. It's so good. And Hoist the Colors, I probably have heard every version of that fucking song that's been recorded. Like I've heard the original version from the movie, which is good, but there has been so many people who have recorded versions of it. And it's just it gets better every time it gets me chills. The beginning is that the one they play like four, four times during the movie? Yeah, yes, yeah, it's that, the one they the it's the one the little boys at the, the pirates sing at the beginning of this. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. The pirates, this is to be honest, I, I think the pirates of the Caribbean, the original three, is one of the is probably one of the best trilogies around. 
you know, it's it's up there with, you know, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, the original Indiana Jones trilogy, the original Star Wars trilogy, you know, those, you know, big the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, like this yeah. is like people I think people have their gripes with this with this franchise because of course like the second and the third one are are long. This one is almost three hours long. This is two hours and forty nine minutes. Yeah. But to me, I've seen this movie so many times, it doesn't feel like it. It just doesn't no. feel that long. Yeah. Like there are cer- certain movies where it, it hits this runtime, and you're like, you're feeling it for certain parts. You're like, okay, let's move along. There yeah. are some slower parts of this movie, but with those slow parts, they're still interesting enough to keep me intrigued on what's happening and what's going to come up. You know, I think that's the thing is there's a lot of politics in this movie. Yeah, there's no, there is action, but when it's action in this movie, it's not just for the sake of just having action. It's these bombastic set pieces like the end of this movie is one of the greatest like battle scenes i've ever seen on screen it's just pretty so good. epic uh there are certain characters like we stated beckett he's just he's one of those weird villains where he's not a bad villain but like yeah dan said it like his ending is weird i love how they shot his ending yeah i thought it's really cool we'll talk about that when we get there but yeah his his whole thing is just like he does nothing to be honest, mm-hmm. he really just tells people what they got to do and mm-hmm. just sits in a chair most of the movie. Yeah, uh, it's like when somebody like when somebody properly like disagrees with what he's doing or yeah. he has no like proper rebuttal for it, he's like just yeah. falls apart. I'm like, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that's I think how most people of that type of power have it. They're not they're not military men to the point where they will fight. They rely mm-hmm. on their words and yeah you know, their control over people. And then once that control is gone, that's yeah. when, yeah, that's when shit hits the fan. I, I, yeah, I just, I love this movie. This movie's so good. The, the, the craziest thing when I, when I think about this movie is the fact that this movie was filmed right after, like it was literally back to back dead man's chest and at world's end back to back. This movie looks significantly better than dead man's chest, like visual effects. Just yep. everything visually looks better in this movie. And it's like, how is that possible? Yep. Like when they got the budget, did it just, it helped them out? This is at, at the time in 2007, this was the most expensive film ever made. $300 million budget. Big. That's big money, dude. It's all, big. it's very big money. And you can definitely tell they put a yeah. lot of effort into their visual effects. Cause like everything just looked so much crisper. Like when every time you see Davy Jones on screen, he looks so clean. We've seen it. We've seen it. What did you see? A the shadow. Shadow, the shadow oh, people. The shadow. <laughs> I live with shadow people. That's, that's, they, that's they, they saw your shadow, and I just tell them we have shadow people here. Oh, they can't. Oh, can you see her? She right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say, hey, hello, shadow person. <laughs> She's she's gonna do some painting while we're doing this. <laughs> Gotta be creative, man. I dig it. Oh, but yeah, the uh, the visuals just in general look really good. Way better than Dead Man's Chest. It's it's just wild. This some good, also really good practical too. Oh, really good practical. Also the the, the colors too. I felt like mm-hmm. Dead Man's Chest was very muted in their colors, where this one is a lot not brighter but like more detailed. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, this movie's just, this movie's great. I just wish it ended here. As much as I don't hate where we go from here, I just wish it ended here. Yeah. That's fair. From what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, the cast is great. You have some new additions to the, the cast. You have returning cast who just just are fantastic. You have uh, Jeffrey. I just want to say Jeffrey Rush is back, and he's so much yeah. better in this movie than he was in Black Pearl. As much as I love him in Black Pearl, I did yeah. not like him fully as a villain. Um, I like, And I stated it in the Black Pearl episode. I just thought he wasn't really a full villain. He was just trying to not be what he was. He didn't want to be undead yeah. anymore. He just did what he had to do exactly. to be done with it. Like Davy yeah. Jones is a villain in this movie. Yeah. Like he is straight yeah. up a bad guy. And Beckett is a yeah. bad guy, but he's just like you said, he's the guy in the chair controlling the the you know, another villain. And then we have some other characters uh that show up. Uh we have I think the one I want to shout out most of all is Chow Yun Fat, who plays Sao Fang. I I liked him and I didn't I liked him in certain parts and didn't like him in certain parts. I kind of felt like he was pointless. I think he was just kind of there because yes. they needed the nine pirate lords or whatever. Yeah. But even then most of them didn't do anything until the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. They like they showed up and they weren't that prominent. Like no offense to, you know, you know, Xiao Fang or Chow Yun Fat is who played him, right? Uh Chow Yun Fat, yep. Yeah. Like and I've seen him in other stuff and he's a good actor. But like he just felt like there were just scenes like why why are we doing all this with him? Like it just felt a lot of again. This is the stuff that was I felt was unneeded to be or was stretched out unneededly. So. Right. I really enjoyed Jack Davenport's James Norrington in Dead Man's Chest. I liked him like down. He's he's rock but hitting rock, hit rock rock bottom and now he's trying to figure himself out. But then in this one he's like back to the first one and I didn't like yeah. that how like fast he gets back to that position. Like I wish he kind of stayed. Like he he didn't he wasn't like completely rock bottom, but he was not fully on board with what Beckett was doing. But yeah, yeah he he kind of he was kind of a a lame addition. Because I liked him the last two, I just yeah. didn't think he was utilized as well in this movie. Yeah, my to be honest, my one of my favorite characters in this movie is uh, Rigetti, played by Mackenzie Crook. He's the wooden eyed guy. He does yeah, so yeah. much he in this movie. He does so much, like way more than the guy he's with the entire movie. Yeah, Pintel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, still in Skarsgård, he, I feel like they un underutilized his character in this. Mm -hmm. I think he was really like, they used him a lot in the end of the movie, but he was kind of just vague. You know, he just wasn't there for most of the movie. Yeah. And uh, Bill Nye is just going out of his mind playing Davy Jones in this movie. And the fact is, and I, I, I watched a, it's a, like, going through their career video that GQ used to do. Well, actually, they still do it. And it was a Bill Nye episode. And he talks about Davy Jones. He says, one of the most embarrassing roles he's ever done because literally he's dressed in the pajamas because he's all CG. Yeah. yeah. And he just, he's like, I'm acting against Johnny Depp and all these people dressed up as pirates. And I'm in these pajamas doing a crazy Scottish accent. He's not, he doesn't sound like that. He, that Scottish accent yeah, is, yeah. Just, you could tell it's very forced. <laughs> it, well, but except for the one scene where he's actually human. Right. Yeah. Scene. He does get this awesome. Like, second scene of him being actually being a human. So awesome. Which that's when I'm, I would I, kill. I just love that scene. I would kill for a Davy Jones origin pirates movie. That'd be awesome. Of him so becoming Davy Jones and then of course him the turning yes. in that transformation into mm -hmm. what we see. I mean Davy Jones is cool. His design, he looks so much better in this movie, you know, because yep. of the how the visual effects look better in this. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, I just everybody's everybody's fun in this movie. There's really not a character where 
even like like the characters we mentioned who were like not as good as either we wanted them to be or as they were in prior movies i had a lot of fun with all these characters they're just really fun to be around even yeah. uh <laughs> like the uh, sal fang's crew the dirtiest people i've ever seen in my life like these people never take baths ever <laughs> never cut their nails no Stuffing has literally nails that go probably a good like two, three inches off his hand. Just needs a good Mm-mm. needs a good uh manicure. Cut your nails, people. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You do what you gotta do. I'm and, sorry. And he's got he's got ladies taking care of him. They could have done something. They're just in charge him. of his steam, clearly. Steam or steam. <laughs> so this Again, was directed by Gore Verbinski. We talked about him in the last couple episodes. He also, we also talked about how he was the director of The Ring in two thousand and three, or in two thousand two, my mistake. And he in Mouse Hunt movie that I, again, stated I love it. Oh my god, dude! I've heard so much about that movie in the last little bit. It just blows my mind. Not that movie specifically, but people talking about it. Again, I got to bring it up because movie dumpster. Their episode on of unknown origin. Oh yeah, and how all of unknown origin is is just a dark interpretation of Mouse Hunt, and you should just watch Mouse Hunt instead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. Great. Mouse Hunt is great. You need to watch it. This again was written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, who wrote the other two. It was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, again Johnny Depp back, Orlando Bloom, Kieran Knightley, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Bill Nye, uh, Chow Yun Fat, Jeffrey Rush, Jack Davenport, Kevin R. McNally, and Jonathan Price. Uh, even even though he was in that movie for about two minutes. This was, again, uh, the score was done by Hans Zimmer, and it's possibly one of my favorite film scores of all time. It was released at Disneyland on May 19, 2007, and released uh, in the United States May 25th, 2007. So as of this recording, it's uh, three days out from its, uh, or three days after its 16th anniversary. 16 years! I can't believe this movie's been out for 16 years. It's crazy. Had a runtime of two hours and 49 minutes with a budget of $300 million. It made $961.6 million, being the highest grossing film of 2007. Also, the highest budgeted film of all time at the time. Yep. Mm. Crazy. All right. Are you ready to hop into this plot? Let's do it. Let's do this. So this is possibly the greatest beginning. One of my favorite beginnings of a movie. Oh, the it's opening really of good. this is great. We got mass executions happening where it's just long lines of, as they state, pirates or people associated with pirates or people helping pirates. And this is where we get uh, Hoist the Colors performed, uh, being sung by all of the prisoners, which I guess the origin behind the song is literally because they sing that song it that is what is supposed to be like a calling card for the pirate lords to join up at the brethren court that's why they sing it oh that's okay that's what they were talking about yes, the song because that's what okay. beckett wants because he, he remember when the guy comes up he's like they started singing and he's like mm, i knew it yep, yeah yeah that's what he was wanting uh but the the i think the, the the saddest part of the whole thing i mean yes people are dying but seeing a child being brought up singing the song and then you get the I, the image of the executioner pulling the lever and then you get the beautiful uh, title card. Yeah, it's good. It's very so much good. sets the tone. It's really good. 
I just love though when that guy does come over. He's like Lord Beckett. They started to sing, and I just I wanted Lord Beckett to be like, "No shit, I'm right here." Yeah, no, like I you can't, can't hear, hear the him. entire fucking line singing. <laughs> what do you think? I just hold my ears. I can't hear you. <laughs> and then it cuts to Elizabeth singing the same song as she is rowing through the waters of Shanghai. Oh no, is it no, not Shanghai, Singapore. That's where they are. Yeah, sorry, sorry. She meets with some really shady men, and Barbosa shows up, and you're like, oh shit, I forgot he came back. <laughs> and he's great. Jeffrey Rush is awesome. He is having a blast as Barbosa with oh, that yeah. just over it, like just that ridiculous accent he does, and it's just so good. So they are there for a meeting. They are meeting with Xiao Feng, who is one of the pirate lords. And while all that is being done, that is when the rest of the crew is underneath and you get some early snorkeling going on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. great. Yes. yes. And they are going to break in from down below. There's this whole plan in place. And it ends up being really cool. So yes. Elizabeth is forced. She They bring her in. And of course, they're perverted. So they make her strip down because yes. they're like afraid yeah. that you know, just because they're afraid that something might happen, even though she does start taking her stuff off and she pulls like four other pistols out of her, out of her clothes. I love the one from behind where she's like pulling like you can't see it. She <laughs> takes it out and Jeff Barbosa's is like every rush is just looking back there like like where did that come from? <laughs> she's, she's like, like I, I thought she was like taking it out of her ass. I'm like, I feel like that's what was implied. At? I feel like that's yeah, what was implied yeah. there. And then she pulled, she just like pulls it up and was like, <laughs> what's a damn a bonker, dude? It's so funny. His face is great. It's like, I've seen some shit, but what the fuck? <laughs> what is yeah. that? So we see that Will get uh, got caught by Fang's uh, people. And they talk about it earlier, the fact that like Will was sent in early to steal the charts to get to JV Don or JV Jones. Jesus Christ. Stroke. One of those days. JV Jones locker. <laughs> and yeah, he gets caught. And so they have to make like some sort of bargain. But at first they're trying to play it off like they don't know him. But of course, um Liz Elizabeth can't like she like makes a noise when they're about to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Barbosa uh, tells Fang about the brethren court and that they need to convene. And of course, they're just like, "Well, you can't really do it without Jack." And I was like, "Yeah, we got we got plans. You give us the charts yep. that we need, and uh, we'll figure stuff out." And a crew and a boat. Yes. So this is when we get the really perverted part where uh, our boy Rigetti sneaks a peek. I was like, "This is a Disney movie, people. Come on." What are we doing? Right. But I, 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 I mean, I do find it funny, though, when she moves out of the way, when the when is when Pentel comes in and it's the big, <laughs> the big, <laughs> the big yes. Asian guy. Yes. Uh, and he's just like, he just looks at him like, oh, come on. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Man's got a shovel and he's large. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they got to go get Jack. And because he has one of the nine pieces of eight, which I was always confused about. Why is it nine pieces of eight? That that's what, what I that was even mean? like. Never clarified. So this is when we get the huge fight inside of Fang's little 
hut there. I love it how they like knock the guys out below and they're like, he's asking for more steam yeah. in the wood. That girl is so scared. She's like pulled the lever and nothing's happening and he's just like, more steam. And she's like, I'm just trying. What, yeah. What do you want me to well, do? I just, pull, I just pulled the lever. I, I, I just, I don't know. You know, you know what it reminded me of when they pull the, the steam line and you get the little flippy uh, cards there? The Flintstones from yes. the 1994 <laughs> Flintstones movie. That's just how yes. everything looked because, yeah. of course, it's back in the prehistoric times. So, yeah, you get the cool fight where the guys below throw up their swords. They're, you know, fighting in uh, Fang's little hut there. And because uh, Beckett's men come crashing in. Okay. I have an exa- I know why, because I have heard pieces of eight before. Okay. Okay, so this is this is from seahistory.org. This is I'm just gonna leave it read an excerpt. So it said cutting money was not illegal like it is now. In fact, it was expected that to make change. They literally cut the coin into eight pieces or bits. Hence, the British called the Spanish dollar a piece of eight. And when they said something cost two bits, that meant it cost a quarter of a dollar because two bits right. of eight, a quarter of a dollar. So, there makes, you go. That makes sense. Spanish. That. Spanish history crazy. guys. Dan brought you some history. So yeah, there's a huge fight that ensues as Beckett's men storm in. I love the, the little dude who comes in with the big gun. He shoots it, just flies back. Yes. <laughs> so he does it again later, but he's all strapped in. I love it. We get yeah. He's braced this it's time. So good. He learns. Yeah. He's fast. <laughs> So then uh, Will and South Fang, they meet outside while everything's still happening. And Fang makes a deal with Will that he will help him get the pearl if they get if he gets Jack. And but Corporal Fuckface hears him. Yes. Uh, freaking. I don't even know his name. He's just Beckett's lackey to me. Yeah, I just, I, I Corporate just, fuckface yeah, is I good know. enough. We'll go with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is a piece of shit. And he dies so, in the most sorry. glorious Burst fashion. Uh, yes. Spoiler, oh my he God. dies he... and it's so good. Yeah. So uh, Tia Dom was there and she senses something's wrong, which the something wrong being that Davy Jones is not as he usually is. He is actually being controlled by Beckett because Beckett has his heart. So yeah, Bre- uh, Beckett is told about the Brethren Court. Um, and he really wants to know where it is. Uh, Norrington is tasked in some ex- executions. I thought in in this moment that Norrington was getting the execution notice for the governor, and that's what I yes. thought the governor was getting was like his own execution notice. But I don't think that's what it was. No, because they don't bring up his uselessness until later. Yeah, it's a little bit. After I wrote that in there, like, oh, this is when the governor is going to die, and then it doesn't happen for like another twenty minutes. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I just misread that one. So this is when they so they have one of South Fang's ships. They're going through like the coldest part of the world. Everybody's frozen. This is so great. You have the you have a uh, monkey Jack. He's cold. He's shivering, which I guess was real. They actually got a trainer to get the the, the monkey to actually shiver. That's cool. Yeah, that takes some training. I love that. There's just one guy who's just frozen solid. <laughs> he's just there. I didn't even see that. Uh, I see the guy sitting across <laughs> from uh, Rigetti and Pintel. Because they're talking, you know, they're cold and they're talking to each other. And it's literally one guy is just like frozen there. I just remember the dude's toe. The dude who's like, oh, feeling his foot that his toe pops off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's so good. So 
yeah, they got to go to the uh, end of the world. That is pretty much where it is. So uh, this is a great episode for all you flat earthers out there. That's what this movie is clarifying is the world was flat back when pirates sailed the seas back in the mid 1700s. All right. Then it became confirmed. A, a globe. And it became a globe. Yeah, that's how it worked. <laughs> yeah, but you guys keep taking your you guys keep taking your levels on planes and let me know how that works out for it. Okay. Well, they oh. they got to the end and then they turned around and went back the other way and went yep. to the end. Hundred percent. Zigzagged all the <laughs> yeah, way. That's how it was. So yeah, they got to go to the end of the world to the land of the dead, and you get the whole saying of it's not getting there that's the problem; it's getting back. Yep. They uh, Beckett and his lackey there, they're they're complaining because like they have control of Davy Jones, but Davy Jones is a loose cannon. He's literally like coming up and just just ravaging ships. Yep. Which is not what he's supposed to do, like in his nope. actual job. And we talked about it in last week's episode, the fact of like what Davy Jones's job was supposed to be. We'll talk about it more because it actually go it dives into it in this movie about yep. what his purpose was. So we'll talk Nautical about it later. Joke. But at this moment, he is a loose uh-huh. cannon. He is just destroying ships. Uh, Beckett tells him to do as he's told. And that's when you learn that his pet is dead. The Kraken is dead. He says, I thought you would have learned when I told you to kill your pet. And I was like, fuck it. This is what makes Beckett a villain. Like the fact that he tells another villain to kill his gigantic fucking octopus squid thing. I'm curious. <laughs> How did he kill it? Do we that's what, that's it what I was wondering. <laughs> I also, what? I don't know, because when you when you see... I don't know. Like, I, how do you kill something that large? Right. Especially when it's underwater. Yeah. Majority of its time. And they just shoot it with cannons until they finally got it. Like, I feel like it's a like, I guess squid the, octopus hybrid Well, I guess thing. The, the Dutchman can travel underwater. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. that's probably how it did. But get, what I was going to say is... we get that scene? I wanted to see that. I, yeah. I, I That would have been great. You know what I wonder? Is if they knew they were going to make these two movies back to back. But I wonder if, if the Kraken was like... This dangling thread they didn't know what to do with in this movie. Right, yeah, because it wouldn't have made Even any though they, sense if it was alive. Well, they could have still made it work. They just had to, because it, it goes after boats. Like, David Jones marks them. Yeah, they could have also killed it in the movie. Like, they could have been, like, during the Maelstrom <laughs> scene or during yeah. any earlier scene where, like, it just, it gets killed. Like, Beckett, like, finds some way yeah. of killing it, like, luring it to the surface, and then they kill, like, I don't know. I just felt like that was something very disappointing to me because I loved the Kraken in Dead Man's Chest. And the fact that it was just like killed off screen kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. Like it was just like, eh. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think it could have been handled It's better. a really fucked up line though that Beckett yeah, says oh, yeah. to Jones and the fact that like you can see Jones is fucking hurt. He's like, I fucking I want to kill you so bad. I, I always wonder what pet name he had for it. Did he call it like Daisy? Cracky. Come on, Daisy. Time to eat. Cracky. 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 Come on, crackhead Jim. <laughs> DreamWorks has got DreamWorks has got some movie coming out this year that's called like The Adventures of like a Teenage Kraken or something like that. It's like an animated film. I was like, all right, I've seen that. I'm down. So they make it to the end of the world, and it is uh, it is quite a fall because it's literally a waterfall because it's the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, this yep. this was actually filmed at Niagara Falls which makes a lot of sense. So Jack's, we then jump to Davy Jones locker where we meet up with Jack and the many other Jacks. And it's just, it's great. You have chicken Jack who just, <laughs> just lays an egg. egg. You just got like, the one. Go one behind him. Pixie. 
you got the one that I picks love- up the, the the peanut, and as he's about yeah. to eat it, he gets killed by the the real Jack. And he's like, yeah. my peanut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love I love that they kept that throughout the rest of this movie. It's so like, good. Yeah. It's- but I love his entrance into this. Like you just see his nose, and he's just smelling. And oh, yeah. in the in the, <laughs> the subtitles, it's like man sniffing. I'm like, come on, we know who it is. Admittedly, right. most most movies don't do that. When they subtitle, they fucking ruin who it's supposed to be, and you're not like supposed Jack to Sparrow know. sniffing. You're like, well, fuck. I mean, how can you not recognize <laughs> that, that nose and yeah. the beard yeah, but we or watch, the mustache? We watch like, movies, and you're like, it's like stuff happens in the back, like person talking off screen, but that actually says who it is, and you're not supposed to even know that's like way later in the movie, and it's yeah. like, oh, let's see, oh, that, yeah. that <laughs> that's what yes. I'm talking about. But we know who that is. I think. <laughs> I mean, I knew exactly who it was. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay recognize that before. nose. <laughs> so yeah, we get to see all this fun stuff. It's great. You got the one, the the one Jack who doesn't have his shirt on, who's like trying to like do the line, and he's fucking up. And the real Jack is like grilling him to the point where he stabs him, and then he's like, yep. "I'm gonna get out of here." So he he just grabs a line <laughs> and just swings down, and he's just in like a salt field. Like it's, that's, mm-hmm. that's all it is. And he goes down there and then you get like, to be honest, I feel this is, this is definitely a part of the movie that they could have trimmed down. Yeah. Cause th- some of this drags on a little long, mm-hmm. you know, he picks up the rock, he examines the rock, then he licks the rock then he throws it. Then it turns into a crab. There's a bunch of rocks. Yep. And then it turns into a bunch of crab. I love the imagery though of this. Yeah. You you see the uh, the shadow start to move of the ship before you actually see the ship move. Yeah. Until he turns around, and he sees it kind of going, and then you don't know what's actually powering it until you mm-hmm. see that it's the crabs are are yeah. underneath it, kind of uh, moving it around. It's that is what I like about this scene. It it doesn't need to be this long, but the imagery just keeps you keeps you in the movie. This makes me think of two separate things. It makes me think of it should have been lobsters. Because we could have rock, rock lobster. lobster. Rock lobster. Exactly. But then it also makes me think of the shirt that I wore when we talked about, we did the uh, charity drive and we talked about our movies because the uh, uh, rock, it's a rock crab is one oh. of what is uh, Ganymede. I'm trying to remember. In the, the it's a kaiju right? movie, Space Amoeba. Because I was, oh, it's a giant amoeba. So Space Amoeba, there's a giant rock crab in it. So not the same thing, but it's giant. And it gets its eye shot out. I get why they made made it as long as they did. What? The psychedelic imagery? No. The movie? The scene or that we're scene. talking yeah. about. Okay, okay. Let's make it sure. So yeah, so this was um this scene was filmed in Utah. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's, it's Utah a lot, with its a lot of salt because uh, a lot of salt there. Yeah, salt uh-huh. flats, yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going to say because of its exquisite beaches, but that's fine. Yep. I mean, either or. Either or. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, is I've seen this movie a lot, and I never question the fact, is Tia the one doing this? And then you're like, yeah, she is. Because the crab literally crawls up her dress, or crawls up her, yeah. like, you know, skirt there. And live, mother. I love this. When they all are coming ashore, they're looking around. They're like, we can't... <laughs> It's like Elizabeth just comes to the shore. She's there for like five. So she's like, I don't see Jack. I don't see anybody. I'm like, you just got here. 
I know. Like, Jesus. look around. How man. big do you think this place is? <laughs> oh no, good God! And then, of course, you see Jack come across. You know, come over the dunes, which I I thought was a cool shot. You know, he's up. You know, hanging onto the mast, and he's coming down the the dunes into the water. Jack uh, first thinks that he's hallucinating. He's like talking to everybody. He's of course one of the first people who like says anything to him is Barbosa. And this is the first time you actually hear his name, Hector. Yes. Hector. Yep. <laughs> like, wait a minute, Hector, who's he talking to? Yeah. I, I actually caught me. I was like, Oh, that's an interesting first name. Well, I never would have pinned that. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, Turner figures out what's going on. He's the first, at least he's, he's the first person to vocalize that he that thinks he he's thinks hallucinating. He's a, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But he's kind of rude to everybody. He's just kind of like yeah. saying whatever. Well, he's kind of, I mean, honestly, the dude's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. He's not as bad as other people about it, but he's like, I'm not dealing with these people's garbage anymore. Yeah, because you don't really know how long it's been. At least yeah. I don't know how long it's been since the end of Dead Man's Chest to this one. Yeah, there isn't a proper explanation. No. I just love that he first sees Gibbs and he's like, Mr. Gibbs! <laughs> Do you know that he's just talking about how like there's no order on his ship right now. Yeah. And he's yes. like, He's like, Captain, you're you're in Davy Jones soccer. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's really, you know, uh, they actually talk him out of like pretty much get him to realize that he's in like this is real. And that's yeah. when it's then known or told that Elizabeth is the one who sent him there. And everybody's yeah. like, oh shit. She has it told you. Yeah. You'll have plenty of time to talk about it while you're here. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. So this is when we meet the crew and set sail. He meet, you know, I love how Jack meets uh Shelfang's crew and he's just like, Who are you? He's like, I I'm here for, uh for whoever has the highest bid. Well, I have a ship. Well then you're the highest bidder. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> And this is when we also get when they get onto the boat. This is when they argue. You get Barbosa and Jack arguing about who's the captain. Because I love the fact where it's just like <laughs> where Barbosa's like, "Oh, I see my ship's right out there." And Jack's like, "Huh? It must be. It must be quite small and behind the, the pearl." <laughs> yes. But they get on there and they're like each giving commands and stuff, and you know they get the it's the whole like dick size thing because they bring out their little. What are, yes. they, are they called? Stat, what are they called? What are these things called? The, the thing they were used look through. I would, just, I'd call it a, a telescope. Would you call it? It's just a telescope. Yeah, it's not like it? an astronomical. It's, it's just it's yeah. Fun. So yeah, he, you know, of course, Barbosa's got a pretty decent sized one, and Jax is kind of smaller. It's the whole. It's the whole. Whose dick is bigger? Well, then he does later. He's got no. Nah, it's later it's, in the movie. Got it's okay. Yeah, it's like sorry. five times bigger than what Barbosa. Yeah, it's like boop, boop, it's, it's like three glued together. It's obnoxious. <laughs> if you actually look through that thing, you wouldn't see shit. <laughs> no, no, so good. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. You know, I love the fact where they're like arguing with each other, and then um, is it Pintel comes in? And he's like, he comes in and says something to him. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking at him. He's like, "Oh, I just thought since there's like no order here, and who's who's the captain? I thought I put my hat in the in the ring." Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, it just backs up, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" No. And Regetti's <laughs> just like, "I would have voted for you." <laughs> yeah, yes, I love that. It's so good. It's a telescope. Yeah. Okay. Or a spyglass. Spyglass. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I think it was called mostly back then. There you go. Thank you. Look at you guys You're bringing welcome. all this. 
information that I Sorry, clearly they're... an idiot. We're we're now, helping today. But it's like research. The, sometimes <laughs> you say something, and my brain knows what it's supposed to be, and it just eats in a way. And that's, that's what all that's I what you guys are going to be tasked with. Just anytime my brain farts and we can't yeah, think of what that we're talking good. about. You no, I'm not going to ask. You guys just need to automatically just go. All right, look this up real quick. <laughs> what the fuck is he <laughs> buzzing? I'm a, ignore I'm at half the time, so <laughs> don't right expect here, that to right work. <laughs> so this is when we get the cool scene of them going. They're still in the land of the dead, I guess, as you want to call it, or in Davy Jones' locker. They're they're going through, and they see the souls in the water traveling, and then you see the souls in the boat. And this is when you also get the whole thing of um, Governor Swan has you know his purpose is is through. And so that's when you see him. Elizabeth, of course, freaks out. She's trying to get him to come onto the boat. Of course, he I, the whole thing where it's like, Elizabeth, are you dead? She's like, no. And he's like, I think I am. And I was like, ooh, that hurts. Yeah. You don't know how he dies. No, you don't. You just know that Beckett is behind it. way to yep. find out. Yep. And but this, I love how and then she, then she tries to get out, and isn't Tia tell her not to get off the fucking boat? Yeah, because yeah. she tries to get him to get on the boat. But I love how at the end he's like, um, "I'll say hi to your mother for you." And I'm like, oh, I'm like "Damn it!" I, I think the whole the whole start of it was when she she goes to the side of the boat. She sees him, and she's like, "Oh my god, we're back!" And that's when Jack's like, "We're not back." I was like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah." Listen, Governor Swan. Not a character who does a lot in this franchise. He's mostly just kind of a he's just bumbling everywhere and getting thrown he's around. The, yeah. He's the um the dad, no, the dad from um Aladdin. Oh, he's he the Sultan. Do, he's yeah, the he's Sultan. The Sultan. Yeah, I, I okay. He's just, yeah. he's just there. That's a good yeah. comparison. That's a good but, comparison. Yeah. But but you it's but you don't really want the guy to die. He's no, not like no, offensive. No. No. He's kind of like a likable oaf, right? yeah, like, yeah, in, yeah. But, yeah, you know, not so much of an oaf, but you know, but this whole you know scene. I mean. I mean, this whole scene, it, it hurts, especially with how yeah. you know you've seen these two characters together, yeah. and you know, of course, it's a main character's father and somebody who has been there since the beginning. It hurts seeing the kids in the boats too, like yeah, the twins, the kids and the shit. Two, yeah. two little girls. That two was like little girls. Up. I guess they were twins. Yeah. I don't know, but like. Yeah. And this is when Tia comes out and she says, you know, she tells the whole thing about how Davy Jones is supposed to be the one burying these souls. Uh, that was what he was tasked with. But they're yeah. like free because it's like she and she's like she seems like she's choked up about it, too. She's like mm -hmm. These souls are supposed to be in the care of Davy Jones. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, I really want a Davy Jones movie. Yes. Um, so yeah, the governor. So we yeah, we get the whole thing with that. This is when also you get told about the heart. The governor actually talks about like you know the stab the heart. You know the Dutchman always always needs a captain thing. Yeah. Whole line. Yeah. This is when we also get we then get Jackie having an existential crisis on whether or not he should stab the heart or not. This is when he's got like the two guys on his shoulder telling oh, him what he should do. Cool. Yeah. They're like hanging from his pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he figures out how to get back because he's as this is going on, he's looking at the chart and he and he moves it because it, it has, it's like a, a cool little device where it moves different parts and it like lines up and it says like up. What is it like? Like a green light at sunset up is mm -hmm. down. 
Yeah. And so yeah, he we, doesn't realize that until they're like drifting forever. Then he turns it and says up is down. Right. And then this is when he just starts doing shit without telling anybody. He's just running. He's like, oh, my God, look over there. And then runs yeah. back to the other side and does the same thing. And they're just like, I just love Gibbs. He's like, all right, I guess I'm following him. I don't know yeah. what the hell we're doing. And everybody else everybody is like, runs okay. And to the point where that's what like Barbosa picks up on it. Everyone kind of picks up on what he's doing. And it's like, oh, yeah, I just love Pintel. Pintel and Rigetti are yeah. so funny in this one. They are the funniest characters in this movie. They literally are like, hey, let's tie ourselves to the mast upside down because we're going to flip us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is this where um, Barbosa, where he's lost his eyeball and it's rolling back and forth? Yes. Yeah, the monkey. The, yes. monkey, the, the, yeah. mo- the, monkey, the monkey took it. Yeah, yep. But then Barbo- or Barbosa puts it in his mouth and it's, sticks it's, it in his oh, eye. So funny. Like, ew. So gross. So yeah, they get... They get the the ship to to flip upside down, and I like the the shot that they do where it like flips the camera, so you see the ship yeah. looks like it's upright, but it's under the water, and yep, everybody yep. is um, of course they show Will like looking like he's gonna drown, but that doesn't even go to it doesn't go anywhere. The he's like, guy that gets hit with the cannon, oh no, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, that guy poor guy who gets yep. destroyed by the cannon. Holy Jesus. He, and I just love how everyone reacts to They're just like, Ew. he <laughs> was fine falling off. He probably oh, would have been fine. No. And that cannon just smacks him, right? Dude, Ooh. this this is just a long line of mo- scenes in these movies where it's Will being stuck to the fucking cargo net or trapped under yeah. shit under the boat. This, this is just another one of those scenes, man. Well, you got to think like, so they, they have to go through all this to get back to the land of the living. This is how the, the flying Dutchman travels all the time. Mm-hmm. This is how, because it, it, it travels to the land of the dead all the time. Mm-hmm. And so this is how it, it, it gets back and forth. Yeah. But it, I don't think it has to go by that. The logic of what they have to do. No, no, it's probably no, a lot no, simpler it, for them. Yeah, if that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed yeah, to be there. He has more control over what his ship does. So the the flash of uh, the green flash that goes that causes them to come back. That's an actual occurrence. It's a phenomenon yeah. that happens. It's very rare, and it happens on either. It can either happen in sunrise or sunset, and. I guess it's uh, so it's caused by a refraction of light in the atmosphere amplified by a mirage. Just cool. The weather, but some swamp gas, a weather balloon. Yeah. Bigfoot's farts. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that woman no. she don't she's going to get a makeover and she don't need no man. And she's going to get a job and call an interior decorator. Men, men in black. It's where they flash the one. Oh, yes. wearing Edgar yes. suit. Yes. That, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why. Wait I just want that. Is this another women should be in the kitchen? No, it's no, not. No, it's just, no, no, I'm just, no. I just, no. Because he's, <laughs> it's oh, a Jesus. joke. It's a joke. I swear, it's a joke. It is. I don't believe We have it. jokes. I was raised by my mother. I was taught to do a lot of stuff in the kitchen. But we have like, jokes since there. day one. He, uh, one of his, his ones that he uses all the time is, uh, do you know what time it is? Oh, boy. Are you... My mom asked me, like, hey, what time is it? Like, I don't know, mom. There's a clock in the kitchen, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, it's people. Joke. Calm the fuck it's down. Just I'm not sexist joke. towards women. God. I love it. God, I can smell that one-star review coming. I know. I, dude, when she starts going, I'm thinking my head, one-star review. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <sighs> anyway, go ahead. Listen, you might think every time we mention it that it's just us being petty, but I mean, it's just a joke now. We don't care. Mm-hmm. 
we don't want to get one star reviews, but you know what? There's nothing we can do about it when it happens. So you should. I want somebody to go on here and give us a one star review and say greatest fucking show I've ever watched. One star review <laughs> or, or listen to. Right. Oh yeah. no 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 no. We we have had reviews come in through work. Like we have the. Um, oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. And people will give us ones. But they'll say good things. the greatest things. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't one. think you're just, you like, you're just looking at it. I, 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 was, I, I was a manager at Walmart. And so we, when we would get those things, I was the one who would look through them. And I got the yeah. same thing. I was, it was like a one star, but it was like a raving review about like something. And I was just like, I'm looking at I'm like, am I reading this right? I had to, I'm like, come over here. Can you read this? Does this sound right? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't Whatever. think they realize how the, the, how the rating works. system works, right? Whatever. So they get once everybody's back, then they we get the standoff between it was Will, Barbosa, Jack, Elizabeth, and I think Gibbs. Oh, that's there good. Too. And they're all, and then Jack yeah. shoots, and it's all wet powder, so yes. none of the guns yes. can go off. But you missed and, the best part of it like, when everybody does it, and then like Jack doesn't know who to point, so he points it at uh, Elizabeth, and then the monkey fucking points a gun <laughs> at the parrot. I'm like, why? Not the parrot. <laughs> Squawks or whatever. So funny. My, the parrot had, I wish the parrot had a fucking no, gun. The parrot had the best lines. Hide the rum. Hide the rum. Dead man tell no tales. Yep. Again. Abandoned Again. ship. Abandoned ship. Abandoned ship. Abandoned ship. <laughs> Just flies away. Parrot That's knows so what's good. up. Smart bird. So they are going to go to. I, so this island wasn't Shipwreck Cove, right? Which one? The first one they go to? The freshwater one? Like, where, they oh, find, where, they, where they find the Kraken. Yeah, no, the fr- no, that's 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 yeah, that's not fr- that's not it. Okay, so that's they go to this island. island. They go to an island, and this is when you get the what's scene. it called, Kraken Island? Yeah, because literally they <laughs> find the Kraken dead on the beach, and um, Patel's like poking at it like it's gonna wake up. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's waking up. We should charge people a fare for coming to see yeah. it. Well, that was the thing. So Jack, so of course Barbosa's like, hey Jack, we need to go to the Brethren Court. You know, you're one of the pirate lords, blah, blah, blah. You got to go. And he's like, nah, I'm good. It wasn't until he sees the Kraken dead on the beach is when Jack kind of gets the perspective. Like, yeah, probably a good idea. Because he his whole thing was like, I'll, I'm cool with being the last pirate. Like, I, I'm, yeah. that's fine. And then it was like, yeah, it's better to, you know, it's good to have some people instead of just being by yourself. Yeah. He said it's better to, uh, to pass on a legacy than for be the last of your kind. So Sao Fang, he catches up with the Pearl. It's because of the whole deal that he had with Will. Because uh, Will led a mutiny uh, to take control of the Pearl. And Jack is taken to Beckett. Mm-hmm. This is when Beckett asks about getting directions to the Brethren Court. Sao Fang wants uh, Elizabeth in trade for turning on Beckett. It just seems weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. South Fang, like I said, South Fang's character is just weird in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just I don't know I just didn't feel like that like you talked about earlier they didn't utilize him well no and like everything should just been I felt cut down for him and he should just been at the final thing yeah but I don't I don't understand what outside of like one minor thing at the end they could have done in another way what her being in the position she ends up in really does for the end of the movie yeah so Sal Fang I, I don't know but whatever go ahead so Beckett's lackey, he escapes. Like I swear to God, every time this dude is about to die, he just escapes in some crazy yeah. way. And I'm just like, God, I hate this dude. 
<laughs> the Pearl attacks the Endeavor. This because, you know, Sal Fang, of course, made his deal. And so now they're, they attack the Endeavor and they sail away. Uh, the Dutchman... The Dutchman goes after Salfang's ship, and the Endeavor follows the uh, the Pearl. That was the whole thing. That's what Beckett yeah. tells him. So the Dutchman catches up with Salfang's ship. It uh, before it attacks, though, we get Salfang meeting with Liz- Elizabeth, and he thinks that she's Calypso, who we didn't mention about. Uh, Calypso is like the was like a goddess of the sea. Like she literally controlled the seas, but she was trapped inside a human body yeah um and so he thinks that elizabeth is is calypso she kind of plays along with it and then the flying dutchman destroys the the ship and she he gets killed and makes her captain yeah he gives her his piece of eight yep and it makes you captain so this is when we get a reunion uh, with norrington uh he is kind of the the head dog here on the dutchman you know, a, uh, a little bit of Admiral above. Norrington. Yes. Yeah. Admiral Norrington. But yeah, he no is, he is, Commandant. he is in charge of making sure Jones is under control. Commodore. Commodore. Sorry. Yeah. yeah Commodore 64. That's what it was. Video <laughs> game console. PC. And this or is, computer. you know, and Elizabeth is mad at him because the fact that her father's dead and he, she, she thinks that he knew about it, but he's like, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I swear to God, I didn't know anything about it. And you know, he's, he still, he's, he's still in love with her. And he kisses her. Yeah, it's weird. It's I'm like, so weird. She's gotta stop kissing. Well, that's at the again. that's at the that, that's not till, not yet. The kiss happens later. I know, but she kissed. She kisses uh, everybody. I know she kissed self self. She just lacks. Well, that was forced. I, I know. That was forced. But, yeah, that was that was. She like forced. keeps kissing everybody, and I'm like, come on. So she decided. Well, at first he's trying to get her to stay in his quarters, but she's like, no, I'm gonna hang out with my crew. I'm the captain of the ship now. Because I love you at the beginning of the guys. She's not my captain. And then it says, who's the captain of the ship? She is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She gets uh, to meet bootstrap Bill Turner, who is. Uh, it's like Davy Jones wiped his memory because he or has he has like short term memory because he's like now he's yeah. he's like the guy from the second one. I can't remember what his name was. The dude who was like part oh, of the ship. Yeah, Iver. he's like part of the ship now. Where he like literally comes out of it to talk to her, and he he has like the whole conversation about Will and all that, and then he goes back into it, and then she tries talking to him again, and it's like a a record where he just repeats exactly what he was saying. Yeah, yep. he has Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. But I like his um, makeup. It yeah, looks way progress- better now. I said yeah. everything his- about this movie just looks better. Well, he's progressing further he, like, into that. His progression mm-hmm. in his. Again, he is what, the only one who whatever, has practical whatever it's part called. The, becoming part of the boat. Yeah, yeah, he's the only. I like that. Only crew member of the boat he's got, to have the actual practical makeup on, which is awesome. Because I love his like he's got things coming out of his neck that move. And well, yeah, it's yeah. not just the starfish on his face. Yeah, because yeah, it, yeah, because it shows yeah. it shows that he's still human in some way. <laughs> because you could tell every other crew member on the Flying Dutchman is some sort of sea creature. Yeah. 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 I like the one guy who's a puffer fish. Like his his head is a puffer fish. He's the one who has like the spiky face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted him to blow up like somebody were to people, like, just, people just think he's he's super defensive. About like, don't it. eat his head; it's poison. People think he's got like a glandular problem. Like, no, it's this is. Are how you okay? You're leaking. <laughs> well, and I like the guy the guy that's an eel. 
Oh, so yeah, we're like, just fucking yeah, eating people. Yeah, I just expected to do that. It's like, where was this guy in the last one? I don't remember him. Yep, he's dope. The other one that I forget what they're called, but they've got all the like teeth and they've got the round like a sucker fish, like a lamprey or some shit. Like, like a lamprey, lamprey yeah. Mm. When they're when they're fighting and yeah. he like sucks on the guy's face, yeah, and he's, like he like just eats his head but then, like sucks on his then head. Then you get like strong Peter Jackson Kong vibes, like whoa, yeah. This is like Vor or some shit. Please take this away. <laughs> Stop Disney. I love the the they're and they're so different. Mm. Like you don't really see anything. Like up up close, you don't see anything that's the same. Like further back, you probably see more. But like what is there gets your attention. Mm. And it they're all different. It's great. Who's the dude that's like a suck ass fish? Like who's like this guess is a terrible, like, oh, you're the Fucking shad, like just a, like who's the suck ass <laughs> fish here? <laughs> like here's the one that's just is like this worst sea creature you could be based upon. Like that's you, you little bitch. Now clean the floors. Like I don't know. Oh, that's funny. You got the Finding Nemo out there with a the little, little. Do you think the clownfish dude and the the anemone guy are like really close? Oh, like, absolutely. They always hang out together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Friends. His name is Marlin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we find out that Will is leaving human breadcrumbs uh, for Beckett to follow. Mm -hmm. It's just dead, dead soldiers that he's just talking about the movie barrels. being dark. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> have some corpses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bodies are fun. I love it where Jack like meets with him and has the that conversation about like you know you know if you're gonna do something, you got to do something yourself, and you know you gotta you gotta do it with your own hands. And so he pushes him overboard with the compass on purpose, gives him his own his his compass, which is something that Beckett wanted. Mm -hmm. We then see Norrington, you know, growing through his heart grew three sizes that day, and he frees Liz and her crew. This is when Bill catches her. And it the crazy this is another thing that's sad is like Bill, you're supposed to like you you want to be sympathetic towards Bill when like things like this happen, and it kind of sucks. You're like Bill, we like you, man. Don't do this. Because mm, no. Bill's the one yeah, who he, calls for, you know, that there's people escaping. He fights with um, he fights with Norrington for a bit to the point where like Norrington like shoots the line that they're crawling across to so that they won't get caught because somehow the Flying Dutchman can't catch up to their ship which makes no yeah, sense to me. Well, they were sucking face and stuff too. Yeah. So Yeah, and then oh. um, Bill stabs him, kills Norrington. And well, he's kind of like, like you said, he's he's become almost like a drone. Like he's like yeah. lost all sense. Yeah. He's just a ship. That's it. Yep. And so, at least it gave him more for his character to do. Yeah, very true. Except for Norrington, because I I kind of like him. Like, oh, he's gonna redeem. Like, fuck, they just ice him. Like, all right. Well, it's almost like he's. It's almost like a reset when he gets sucked back into the boat. It's almost like a reset because mm -hmm. you don't. He doesn't say the same thing again until he's back in the wall. Yeah. So he could have been sucked back in the wall and just been like, well, I don't know who these people are. They're, you know, escaping. Nobody leaves the boat. Yep. So Norrington gets stabbed and he's dying. And Jones Jones shows up and finishes the job and he takes the sword. And, you know, it's uh, it's the sword that Will had from the first. Yes, movie. that's Will's sword, which comes well, into play later, too. Yes, but actually, Jones doesn't do anything because he's already been oh, that's stabbed. That's right. He was already stabbed. He yeah. takes the sword out and goes, nice sword. 
Yeah, no, yeah, because because he asked Norrington, him, "Do you fear death?" And Norrington stabs him, and he's, him. Like, he's like, "I'll take that as a no," yeah. and he passes yeah. away. Yeah. And just... yeah. <laughs> Do you fear death? I, I love it. it dude. His, not... his over exaggerated Scottish accent is so good. I don't know how much how how many uh, Scottish people enjoy this accent. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's he great. just over accentuates <laughs> so every word that he says. Do you yep. fear death? I'm like, oh my and god. And it makes it even better when he's got the water that comes out of yes. his mouth because as he's so over exaggerating those so certain syllables, it just squirts. Well, it's like what we said in the last movie, like at the end when he opens the chest and the heart's not in there. Jack Sparrow and like water's just out of his mouth as he's doing yes. it. It's like a fucking slip so and slide good. or some shit going on there. Like, oh god. So you think that Davy Jones has his control of the Dutchman again, but not wrong. Beckett's lackey is the one who has control because they have cannons on the on the chest. How does that work though? So if they were to shoot the chest with the heart, with the cannons, how does the rule apply? The first cannonball by whoever shot the yeah, cannon. Okay, it's the only thing that makes any sense. Question: Did I call him Lieutenant Fuckface earlier? Yeah, he's a Commodore, isn't he? Well, no, I was gonna say I'd actually be Lieutenant because that's how the Lieutenant. Yes. Written. Yeah. Brush the British state left in it. Yeah, well, that Be- uh, Beckett actually, name. the guy that Beckett always interacts with is, yeah. is a lieutenant. That's how he says it, lieutenant. And I just yeah. remember watching the Sleepy Hollow show that came out like five, six years ago. It's probably longer than that now. But uh, every time Ichabod would call the woman that he was hanging out with because she was a lieutenant in the police force, the lieutenant, I'm like, what the? I'd never heard that. Yeah. Yep. Or I just yep. never paid attention enough to hear it. And I was like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> yep, spelled the same. Yep. Uh, it was like Colonel. So stupid. Colonel. 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 Everybody, there's no R. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm Colonel. I'm Colonel Homestar, the Homestarmy. <laughs> Do you got what it takes to join my army? Do you've got the five bucks, Lieutenant Edo? Only some people are gonna get that joke. I'm sorry. Oh, That's obscure. <laughs> So we find out that uh, Tia Dalma is Calypso. We get uh, the whole thing where like her uh, Barbosa and her are talking. And I love the fact where she grabs onto his hand and his hand turns back to a skeleton. Yes. And he sends he's like, uh, send her to the brig. And, and then he like rubs his hand like, fuck, that sucks. That was he does it a couple times. That in the scary. movie. I love he, like weighs it, dude. I just love the line. He says to Pintel uh, and Rigetti were like, <laughs> Put this fish bride in the brig, and Pintel's like, "Come on, Mrs. Fish." <laughs> <laughs> so Davy Jones is summoned to a meeting with Will and Beckett. I just love how cocky Will is in that whole situation. Oh yeah, he and then is. of course when um, when Will's like, "Oh yeah," Jack sends his regards, and he's just like, "Excuse me," he's like, "Oh," and he looks at Beckett, he's like, "Oh, you didn't tell him." <laughs> And I love Beckett's face too because Beckett's like, well, I maybe, wasn't planning maybe, on telling him. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have left that part out. Oh, Will's just cocky as all hell in this scene. Oh, yeah, he is. And um, this is when you find out that Calypso and Jones were a thing and <laughs> that she was the reason that he cut out his own heart because she is the one who tasked him with. You know, being the captain of the Flying Dutchman, ferrying souls and all that stuff. But, you know, she wasn't the reason he looks the way he does. But you find out why in a little bit. 
And yeah, he gets told that Jack escaped the locker. And he's just like, how was that even possible? For one, you are Davy Jones. How the fuck did you not realize that Jack Sparrow or anyone was in your realm? Like, that's your realm, man. Where, what do you, where were you? I mean, I guess changed. he was, I mean, he was under control at Beckett. So I guess that makes sense. That could be the reason why. He needs to buy a different padlock. Keep yeah. from getting out, dude. Fuck. All right. These damn flimsy lockers. <laughs> Just use a crowbar and pop out of there. <laughs> he needs to change his code. Half barrel his hinges. access code. Half yeah. barrel hinges. Yes. And um, so a deal is made where Jones's deal is he wants Calypso dead. He wants and Wills is that his father gets set free and then Beckett part of the deal is to get led to the Brethren Court. Mm-hmm. So the court meets. We get the pieces of eight collected. Uh, we get that the wooden eye, Rigetti's wooden eye was Barbosa's piece of eight the whole time. And I was like, I love that this came around to be this. Well, this I is like, no wonder great. he kept. I like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. He kept uh, he kept up with it. Like, oh, yeah. He, he was so mouth. concerned He's every like, time it was yeah, going like, and Yeah. Well, see, then that makes sense because they talk about, like, why would it be on top of the whole pirate brethren being broke when they first met together, but when they first met, but it, what, don't make it money. If you make it unassuming items, people won't give a fuck about them. Well, it's like, well that's the uh, thing is when they, they collect them all together and they're just like, uh, I think it was Pintel who's like, that's not like those, what? That's not pieces of eight. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's just well, junk. Sao like, Fang's piece of eight was. You couldn't tell that that's what it was. Like no. it was. It was that little ball was, thing, right? That Barbosa puts in yeah. the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder you had like a broken bottle, a playing card. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's what, you make it unassuming, and people won't because then you're you know, not yeah. look because because yeah because Beckett the entire time thinks it's it's actual pieces of pieces eight. Pieces of eight. Yeah. He's <laughs> he literally has seen, them lined he's up. Only yeah. seen that. Yeah. Because that's all he's seen. But I just love that Rigetti's eye comes back, and yeah. that is what I mean. I. I, I feel like it wasn't the whole purpose behind it in the first one because kind of the way he talks about the eye. But I do like the fact that it comes into yeah. play later on. Yeah. So it's a whole the whole Brethren Court. It's it's literally it's like their whole argument is whether or not they should free Calypso. And so you have, you know, pretty much like half the room wanting it, half the room not. And then you get the whole thing where it's just like, well, you know, we need to follow the rules and somebody says like they don't want to follow the rules or they they need to or barbosa says something about uh what was the thing he states that brings out keith richards says something about the calling forth teague captain teague is he captain teague yeah okay pretty sure i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's the guy because he's the he's and at the first dude. at first i was like oh that's that's blackbeard's name but no his last name was touch damn it um yeah no, like I think teach or teach. I think it's teach. Um, but One I love. Piece, thank you. Yeah, I love that Keith Richards is the is this guy is Captain Teague. He's like the he is the head of like the pirate code. Like that's his yep. job. Yeah. And um, I just I thought it was fun because this is who Johnny Depp modeled Jack Sparrow after. Like this is his biggest inspiration for the character. Yeah. And the fact that he plays his father, I just thought it was great. And he comes back okay. later in the franchise. Spoiler alert. Oh, does he? It's, oh, it's, right. it's fun. It's not. I mean, he, he's definitely not a character who plays huge significance in any of the stories, but it's just cool to have him as like a callback. Like, 
hey, what's up? He looking old though. I'm surprised he's still alive. He's uh, like yeah. he's like 135 years old now. Dude, all the drugs and shit this motherfucker did. <laughs> I'm surprised he's me. alive too. No. He's probably radioactive. That's <laughs> together. Goddamn Rolling Stones are still touring for Christ's sake. It's, yeah. It's like that that's what's holding him together. It's like the episode of Simpsons where Mr. Burns goes to the doctor. And the doctor is like, well, the reason you're still alive or have lived this so long is you have all these diseases that are trying to get into you at the same time, but they can't because they're it's like a bottlenecked entrance. It's three stooges syndrome, they call it. So he's like, so you're saying I'm immortal? He's like, good God, no. Like a stri- <laughs> this is where the slightest breeze could kill you at this point. It's like <laughs> That's a, like, uh, that, uh, a great line. I love it. That uh, van that my sister had, they went years without changing the oil. I mean, oh, this geez. van sounded like absolute garbage. It's one of those, oh, we'll just add a quart. Nope. The first oh, time no. they got the oil changed, oh, no. it broke down on the side of the road and it was done. I've gone a couple thousand over my, you know, what I was supposed to. And I'm like, oh I'm, no, this I'm was like, like three yeah. years needed to be yeah, changed. I'm surprised that engine didn't blow. Most modern, most modern engines and stuff like that, and oils are last are supposed to go for like five, ten thousand miles K on average. Yeah, not even counting the expensive ones that go twenty thousand miles anymore. No, yeah, this so was like three years over. Was this the Hoover van? It was the red. It was the. It was a Pontiac. It's the it's transport. Yeah. yeah, it was an ugly van. Yeah, it's the Hoover van. But so holy shit, did it go down ugly. in almost flames? Listen, if anybody knows what a Hoover vacuum cleaner is, go Google a <laughs> Pontiac exist. transport. They do Pontiac transport. You will know. They look like a fucking dustbuster, dude. Like the little handheld ones. Look it up. Yeah, like yeah, they're ugly as <laughs> crap. Anyway, back to pirates. Oh lord. So <laughs> not world changes. Yeah. So while all the while the meeting is going on. Calypso gets a visit from Davy Jones, which I I fucking love this scene. The scene is yes, so it's good. It's so good. It's such like it is. I mean, we haven't rated we haven't ranked any of these movies, but we get there. This ugh. it's these yeah. scenes like this make me love this movie more than any of the other ones. Just because it's really of good. things like this. Davy Jones. It's really good. There are some goofy parts of Davy Jones in this franchise in the two movies mm-hmm. that he was in. But like scenes like this just mm-hmm. make me love that character, even though, you know, he's a villain. Yes, I love villains. I mean, just they just so uh, when they're well written, they are so good. Yeah. Okay, boogie, he's so good. Have you, he's just bugs. Yeah. He's <laughs> just he's so bugs. good. He's so good. <laughs> good, though. It's the voice. It's know, the it's the voice. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. You, I'm just talking. Yeah. So they share a conversation about their relationship. The fact that, like, you know, he was tasked from her that he had to sail the seas for 10 years collecting ferrying souls to the locker and he got to go to shore one day every 10 years and he with his one day he went to where she was supposed to be and she wasn't there and it was this whole thing was like well that's just and she kind of like puts it out like well that's just who i am and i was like what was she doing was she was she off sleeping with other people she's a bed maiden Okay, her, I, I kind of felt like that's what she was trying to say. Like she's like, yeah. I am not oh, the yeah, type absolutely. of person who can be with one person. Well, but I mean, if you think about it, it's, I mean, the kind of the randomness of the sea that like yeah. captains and you know folks that that, that 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 they tend to refer to the ocean as just unforgiving or random and stuff, yeah. and that's kind of fits the personality that she is. And he of all people should know that, but of course he expected different. 
uh, from the situation. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to side with one side or the other. I mean, it's not good either way. They just weren't compatible people. So, so. my question is, does he cut his heart out before that, or was it after that? If after that happened, probably after that. So like he gets mad that she was there, cuts out his own heart, and then that's when he doesn't do what he's tasked to do, and that's why he starts, why he turns into the, you know, what he looks like now, why his crew looks like a bunch of sea monsters, and uh, you get the whole thing where she literally is like, I remember this guy, and she touches him, and he turns back into a human. Yes, which yes. is really cool. Um, Did you notice the subtlety of the scene? There's a subtle mo. I noticed it. When he is as a human and he reaches into the cell to touch her, he uses this finger. So um, I think the... I think Bill Nye actually has a problem with his with his hand with okay. this, where I don't think he can straighten this finger because in the it, the thing I was talking about before that GQ thing when yeah. he's talking he talks with his middle finger. Oh, see, that's what I was wondering if it was that or it was the fact that you know how his in, his wait, claw. I, thought his, I mean, I like your reasoning. I like your reasoning. I kind of want to believe that, but I, but after watching that thing, he talks with his middle finger. Like he, when he points and does stuff, it's always with his okay. middle finger. And and I don't know if he just can't straighten this one, or if that's just how he, how he talks, or how he uses his hand. Do, Maybe, do you think? Know. So do you think how this whole problem came about? This is how I'm reading it in a modern modern context, right? So Davy Jones, the, the goes to meet his lady. Once every 10 years, doesn't get a meter, like calls her up. She's not there. She's hanging with her buddies or she's having sex with the dude down well, the that's road. That's the thing. It's 17, 20, 30, whatever, 17, 30 something. And, you know, it's not like you can just call her up and be like, where are you at? It's like, I got to go walk around the town. And then by the time I find you, I got to be back on the ship. Yeah, exactly. He's got one. Does he die? Day. Does he just die if he doesn't go back? I don't know. So. Do you think it just converts, it goes to somebody else? Like it just bumps to the next person or something? But what I'm saying is. just assumed that the. It may forcibly. Dude, would, like would Jungle force, Cruise. Yeah, it, it pulls them back to the river. Pull him back. Mm, yeah. What I'm thinking, what I was thinking of was. Do you think he just goes and like hangs out with his. Because apparently he used to be a pirate lord. Yep. So like he wants to go like hang out with his pirate lord. But do you think he's just blue balled and drunk as fuck? High on every kind of medicine man fucking powder he can find, and just like fuck her, you know, she wasn't there when I wanted a piece of ass. We should get her back. Blah, blah, blah. Here's how you're gonna do it. And there's this whole scene. This is how I'm thinking of it in my mind. By the way, probably not how. It I went mean, the that's show. why we need a Davy Jones origin exactly. movie because I want to know for one how he got the job to begin with. Yeah, like did he die he at sea from. and then like that's how you become the captain of the Dutchman? I want to know. Mm-hmm. Give me a whole movie on this. I will watch it day one. Do you do you think oh, yeah. you know? But if they did that, do you think they would end up? Because even though Davy Jones is a bad guy, and I think they should paint him as such in a prequel film, maybe not the best person in the world, but they would have to paint Cal- Calypso as a bad guy. Because I mean, she my thought is my thought was is is maybe Davy Jones loved her and wanted to be with he her. He did. And, that was the whole then, point. Yeah, and, and and she's like, if you want to be with me, I need you to do this for me to be yeah. captain of. <laughs> My fucking black man shit, but um, the 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 flying Dutchman be the captain of that, mm-hmm. and like she he just did it because he loved her, wanted to be with her, and then when he that ten years came around, we could see her again. She wasn't there for it. He took the he took the deal to be the flying Dutchman's captain and to be with fu- her, and, and she, she wasn't fucked there. Her, she fucked him over. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. That's what I think happened, and that would be because it would build her as a villain. But you got to make him a piece of shit too, so it kind of balances out. I mean, he plays that pretty well. 
Well, I mean, he does fuck. He uh, ultimately fucks her indirectly in the other at the at the end of it. So I just love it when he goes to grab her and she lets go and his hand hurts back into a claw and he's like trying to. He tries he's to like trying to. But get then he realizes like, he can just morph like, into, into the yeah. wall. Yeah. Which you which you I'm find like, we out. We never saw that last time. Yeah, no. you can. You find out that he can do that. And I'm like. Well, that does explain how he transported between boats in the second one. Remember when Jack's looking at him through the spyglass yeah, yeah, yeah. and he ends up over there? It kind of. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to play a big, big yeah. something later. I'm like. Mm. So, yeah. So Keith Richards shows up to read the, the rule book and they have to decide who's going to become the pirate king. And it has to Luffy. be voted upon. It's like, well, this is. And then Barbosa's like, well, this, there's no point in this because everyone just votes for themselves. So they go like, through this, everybody. They're just like, of course, everybody just says their own name. And um, but then it gets to Jack and Jack says uh, Captain Swan or Elizabeth Swan. And there's like, Ooh, and everybody fucking loses their mind and shit because everybody's fighting like, before this. They're all fucking like shooting at each other, fucking hitting each other. Yeah. Um, you guys, you guys know in the mummy, the 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 guy who tags along with them, he was like in charge of um. Brendan Fraser's like execution who talks to Rachel Vice. The heavy set guy. He's the guy who gets shot in the scene. He's one Is he's he? like with one of the pirate groups and he gets like he says something and he gets shot. He's like, Whoa. fuck the rules. Yeah, and he gets shot much, by yeah. T. Yep. That I uh, swear to God, it's that actor. So this is my thought, and everybody's made this joke, but I'm gonna make this joke again. They're like, We haven't had a pirate king. He's like, nobody's gonna get this. I'm like, not since Gold D. Roger died. It's gotta be Luffy. And like, no, just, I don't know. One piece jokes. I just where I went with that. Oh, how boy. could you not? I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. It's just that's the point of the show. And then you bring in pirate kings. What the fuck do you expect me to do? So, and One Piece <laughs> was in production, existed before this fucking show did. Yeah. yeah. So carry on. So yeah, so Elizabeth is crowned the Pirate King. She calls for war. And this is when you get the conversation between uh, Teague and Jack because they're father and son. And uh, the whole thing of just, you know, what, uh, how's mom doing? <laughs> just a little shrunken head. She looks great. She, she looks She looks great. I love the fact that he's back there playing guitar and somebody and Jack said something about like not following the rule and he just like breaks a string. I yeah. love when people actually play instruments like in real time. It's not like overdone. Like it's mm -hmm. Keith Richards, so of course he knows how to play the fucking guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this? Oh no, wait. This, they haven't quite made the choice on what they're doing yet here. I just think of the scene with the one. No, they do. They said they're going to go to war. Well, I like when when the one. You know what I'm talking about? We go to war. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so that's why they speak for him. That's it's good. so good. I love I laugh every time that part happens. I have a complaint. And then, and then uh, um, Jack's face is like. I have a complaint. Nobody gets called a eunuch in this movie. Yes, because remember he always called Jack, not Jack, Will Turner, a eunuch. And he called him in the first movie. And in the second movie, when all the cannibals are around, they're like, eunuch. And they're like, oh, I don't okay. Yeah, that definitely like, wasn't something I picked up at all <laughs> i don't know why it just never like it just dawned on me while we were talking about this that, like nobody got called a eunuch in this movie anyway carry on so yeah they decide they're gonna go to war and the whole thing is we're way outnumbered like beckett has so many ships so the best option is to free calypso 
and hopefully she can help them have some sort of advantage to defeat Beckett. So we get a really cool Western music that's played like from like a Western. Yes. Music that's played when they meet up. It's like Jack. Yeah. It was it's Jack Elizabeth and uh, yeah, it's Jack Elizabeth and Barbosa, and then it's Davy Jones, Beckett, and Will. Yep. Davy Jones and his his bucket, his little bucket. He's in. So good. Like somebody had to carry him to that bucket. <laughs> no, there was somebody. Bucket, no, there was water buckets behind him. Did you not see him lined up? There was oh, like that two is, behind yeah, him. Right. I, I did I pick up that. on that. Yeah, I, I not, didn't see that for some reason. Not this time, but I do remember seeing those. That's so funny. Um, you can movie, just see dude. him stepping in one and then like swinging his leg around, stepping in another one. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where they meet up about like, hey, just letting you know, if you fight us, you're all going to die. Like we have way more ships. Uh, Will's like, of course, you guys understand. I had to do what I had to do to get my dad. And there's like, okay. And then they find out that Jack is the one who led Beckett to the Brethren Court. And so Jack's like, I'm innocent this time. He's like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if you want to know the, the one responsible, you look to your left and everybody looks to their left. And Jack's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the whole thing where it's like uh, Davy Jones is like, first off, you have a you gotta spend a hundred years on the Dutchman. He's just dude, he wants him so bad. Oh, he wants oh so he's bad. like that that's been repaid. You got away and that's not repaid. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I feel like that's some bullshit. If it is, he said his debt was repaid. If you captured me, he said it, he said his debt was repaid. He got yep. captured, was in the locker, and then yep. he got rescued. Or even if he escaped. No, no, no. Just because I got out of there doesn't mean that it all starts over again. That's no, just yeah, because you have shitty security. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I agree, dude. I think it's bullshit. I think, uh, you know, everything that's been going on with Davy Jones, he's just pissed about everything. He's like, fuck yeah. that, even though. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Parker. So Will gets exchanged for Jack. I love that Jack gets put next to Davy Jones. <laughs> and yeah. Davy Jones just gets real close. Do you fear death? <laughs> Like, More uh, than you realize. <laughs> yes, so good. Uh, Jack talks to himself again. He's down in the brig of the Dutchman. He talks to, I think it's like three versions of himself. There's like two normal looking ones, and then there's the dude yeah. who's like implanted into the wall who yeah. like picks yeah. out his brain and licks it and shit. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> the, we then get the whole thing where they're trying to release Calypso, and <laughs> Barbosa's so great. He's literally like, all right, so you have to say these words. And Patel's like, that's it? He's like, but you have to say it like you're saying it to a lover. And then he just goes, Calypso, I release you from your human <laughs> like, not like exactly yeah. like that. And, yeah. then, and then Rigetti's just like, no, you did it wrong. And then he looks around and he's like, wrong. He, he did so it he wrong. He didn't say it right. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Then he just does that sweet like, Calypso. I release you from your human bonds. And then gives her a little tongue in the air. And yeah, she's like, he does. Oh. And, yeah, and she, and she melts. Yeah, she literally has an orgasm as she transforms. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> but it's so cool to see him be such, He's a, such a great character goofball. in this movie. He is. And then he can turn it on. Like, he must be in with the ladies. Like, Dude, he, he was, has he the just... best character development of probably any character in this franchise. That dude has to destroy Vag, man. 
<laughs> I mean, he did hers. So. I know, dude. She broke just my words. I'm just glad that they gave him an eye patch, though, once he got his eye taken out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yes. want to see like an open socket. I was like, ew. I feel like I'm watching the mummy. <laughs> I've seen that before. It's not fun. Yeah, I've watched Godzilla versus Adora. I've seen it. <laughs> just kidding. Also, you find out that Davy Jones was the reason why the Brethren Court put her in human form because of the yep. fact that she pissed him off. He went to the brother in court crying. He was like, boo-hoo, she doesn't love me. She left me. So we're going to tie her into her prison. We're going to imprison her in a human form. And they're like, I just want to know how they did it. She's it's a like god. He's like, mateys, my balls are as blue as the deep blues. <laughs> do like, you, whoa, do you think she fears death? <laughs> like, what is with you in this line, man? You say it so it. much. I love, I love it. It's so good. I, I, love get, I get that she... she stood him up but he's like i don't love you yes yes he is just beyond petty about her being like that i mean i guess he signed his life away to be the captain of the of the of the so that's just how i feel how it happened like it may not be what really happened but like in my mind that's how i feel like he's like i'll be with you i'll do what you want that's the thing is like we don't yeah we don't get enough explained about him like so if he cut his heart out after she fucked him over What's the whole, how did the whole thing happen where she, like, if you stab his heart, you then become the captain of the, like, it just, I need a Dutchman movie. I need a Judy Jones movie, Disney, just do it. You're doing all these fucking remakes and prequels and all this shit. You can easily make a good Davy Jones movie. Let's, uh, justice for Davy Jones. Hashtag. Um, yes. We're going to start. We're going to do it. every time I do a post yes. for this episode. Justice for Davy Jones. <laughs> yes. We should sit down. and that. Yeah. We should sit down and make it happen. 100%. Pitch it to, pitch it to Disney. Be um, like. I'm going to. I'm going to post it. I'm going to say. I'm just going to post every day. Justice for, <laughs> justice for Davy Jones. You work so hard on that. <laughs> what did you just do? It's just an analogy for my life. It's just like, <laughs> did you? Oh, you had a little sign up. there. Did you put something and in there? And he turned it sideways and <laughs> I was like, look, I can spell. It's like, oh, oh no. Fuck. Did you do hashtag justice for Davy Jones? Is that what you did? No, oh. I did hash. I did something. Stupid. I wish I had all the letters. All right. Well, Dan, we'll there. let you work on it while I continue this plot. <laughs> I'm just gonna be over here in my corner. Right? <laughs> so she is freed. And uh, she like gets really big, and um, attack of the fifty foot woman. Yeah, she gets really big. She says some crazy incantation. Then she turns into a bunch of crabs, and she goes into the sea. And then nothing happens. He exploded. Yeah, and then nothing happens. I love the <laughs> until he takes one off of his nose, and Rigetti has to take one yeah. out of his pants. His pants, dude. Because I told you, he's like stuck to his hands. That's what I'm talking about, dude. She was trying to get there. She was it. trying to get there. So, of course, because they don't think anything is going to happen, like that she's not going to help, Elizabeth gives a whole speech to try to rile everybody up. And this is when we get like, every, like hoist your colors. So all the pirates, they hoist their, their pirate flags. Elizabeth and, gives us this rallying speech. Yeah, yep. And um, we get the, the, the song playing behind it, the instrumental. And all the, all the flags are... Um based on flags of real world pirates yep just yep. so cool they sure are so this is when you get the it starts to rain and jones knows immediately that calypso was set free 
and another fucking amazingly shot scene of him just like looking up and he's like he sees the clouds come over and he's like calypso and then like yeah. the rain starts to hit him and yeah. he just gets so fucking mad that he he runs up to the um to the controls of the ship and uh i love where the guy you know he this is when the maelstrom forms and he's like gonna go straight in he's like she's not gonna hurt me you know she yeah. wouldn't harm me i'm going in and the guy and the lackey there beckett's lackey is like are you crazy and he's like what are you afraid to get a little wet <laughs> barbosa takes control of the pearl like uh per elizabeth and will's kind of uh you know they asked him to do it yeah as he's looking at his hand again mm-hmm. the one that yeah yep so jack escapes from his prison in the way that he was uh let free set free in the first one where he's just like oh yeah there's some sort of whatever hinge it was and he pops it off and half barrel yep He's talking to himself. And guess what? He goes to get the chest, and guess who's there? The two guys from the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I love these guys. I said, I said in the first episode that these guys were in every one. I don't think they were in the last movie. I don't remember seeing them. But these are the same two from, from that scene in the first one where they No, they are. He, are they? I, they are. Yeah, they're outside of um it's got something to do with Beckett. Something he's doing, and they're dressed in his like his darker blue um, East India Trading Company outfits, right. like uniforms. Yeah, and you see it for just a, very briefly. It's like one or two shots, and that's it. So Jack takes the chest while they have a conversation about fish people. Do fish people have rights? That's the whole conversation, pretty much. No, I mean that's fair. Yeah, discrimination against merfolk, man. So we get Jack and Jones fighting. I love how Jack walks out and. Jones is about to walk in somewhere. They just meet up and it's like, ah, there you are, Jack. <laughs> so this is, but, but before this meetup, this is when we get the death scene of, of Beckett's lackey, which is so good because uh, Jones oh. purposely tackles him to the ground and then picks him up and he's like going to choke him, but his fucking tentacles from his face crawl inside and literally just strangle him from the inside. And you get to see his face. After they come out, it looks like he went about 17 rounds with Mike Tyson. Not that a good look. Fuck, dude. But when he you gets first, it bad. But when you first see that first tentacle go in, I'm like, mm. I'm like. Yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time going, holy shit, what is this series gone to, man? This is crazy. <laughs> He's deep throating some tentacle there. Yeah, yeah he is. Come out your nose. This yeah. was, this is a scene that I'm kind of divisive on, on whether or not I, I I think it's unnecessary or is it like just really cool just the way this all goes down when Will and Elizabeth are fighting on the deck of the Pearl and they, you know, Will asks her to marry him and then they all go through the whole ceremony thing, asking Barbosa to marry them, but they're fighting in the middle of everything. I'm Barbosa's, a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> now? <laughs> um, I feel it is. I, I, I get why they did it, I guess, but it feels, yeah, it feels unnecessary. Yeah. It's just, it seems like it goes out a little too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get more of Jack and Jones fighting on the mast of the, of the Dutchman. I love this. You know, Jack's holding the, the chest. They're doing their, their thing. I'm like, how the fuck are they balancing on the mast? Yeah. Jack. Cause he's a, just a, he's a human. Yeah. He's just a regular guy. Jones is a supernatural being who could easily yeah. just do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So there, yeah, they're fighting. We get the, the, the ceremony for will end. Elizabeth. Uh, we also get the fucking 
hermit crab guy. He gets the chest dropped on his head and then he falls yes. overboard. And I'm like, no, not that Poor guy. guy. That's all the angels. He, like, that fucking guy. He gets his head back and he just gets fucked. Yeah. So He's we just then not get having a good time. Yeah. So we then get a sword fight between Will and his dad. You know, he's trying to get into his dad's head like, hey, it's me. Uh, we still get the fight between Jack and Jones. I love that when uh, they're fighting around the old Kraken fucking thing that like released the Kraken. Yeah. Um, yes. He like goes through it. And then as he's like in the middle, Jack spins him around. But then he when he stops, he's still right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jack. So then Elizabeth joins the fight between Jack and Jones and Jones kind of knocks her out. And then it's the whole thing where Jack is too preoccupied with getting the chest that uh, before Jones is about to kill Elizabeth, you know, will kind of reacts to it and he notices, Oh, they're in, you guys are in love. Yeah. And actually before that though, I think will stabs Jones, right? And he's just like, you know, Oh, you missed. You got, yeah, you missed. You remember, I'm a heartless, um, how, how heartless like rent, uh, heartless wench. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. But I like how he bends the blade so he can't take it out. Yeah, yeah. And um, the whole, if the craziest thing is the whole time, J- Davy Jones is using Will Sword to fight. Yep, yep. And so Will then gets stabbed by Jones in the heart. And he doesn't just well, stab him; he stabs him and twists. Oh, because because uh, Jack Jack gets his attention though. He's got the heart in his hand. And he's gonna stab it with his broken blade. With his bl- yeah. yeah, the broken blade. He pulls and, earlier in the fight. He pulls it out and he's, yeah, like, he's like, "Oh shit!" Forgets it's <laughs> yeah. broken. But yeah, he um, he's threatening Jones. I love that Jones is like, "You're a you're a wicked man, Jack Sparrow." I was like, well, "You're coming from you." <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. This is when you get to see, though, that beautiful whalebone peg leg of uh, Davy Jones as he just kicks Mm -hmm. the shit out of people. And he, yeah, so Jones stabs Will, and that kind of puts Jack in a situation because Jack was going to stab at himself because he he wanted to be the captain. But um, then we get the whole thing where uh, Bill kind of snaps out of it and he attacks... um, Jones, you know, which is I thought was a pretty cool fight, even though he doesn't have any chance of beating him. He gets thrown around yeah. for the fact that like he stands up for Will, but then yeah. it distracts Jones enough where Jack gets over to Will, puts the knife in his hand, and stabs uh Jones's heart. And I love when his heart is stabbed though, and his reaction, his little tentacles kind of like flinch, like oh. yeah, and he's like, oh. and then he's like Calypso, and then falls. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I, um, if you actually look, like when they show um, Will's body later, he got stabbed. It was way too high to be his heart. It's like in his left yeah. lung. Yeah, which was still fucked somebody. But... I think it's one of those things where he stabs him and he fucking twists. Like he three does. Or four oh yeah, times. he does. It's a shame he dies by his own weapon. They yep. have it's the longer cut because they have to cut his heart out. That's later. No, that was later. This that's is separate, when, when separate, Jones stabs That's a separate him. blade. When Jones yeah, that's a separate thing. Yeah. I guess it's a separate, I didn't yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. But we missed the part where um, Davy Jones was actually scary, where he screams. Yeah. He's... Tentacles. Oh, yeah. yeah Jack, Jack, Jack reacts. Yeah. 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 So I was like, that was one of the only times he was actually physically scary, not like just menacing. 
yeah, in what yeah. he does, but actually, like, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, he because Jack screams like a little girl. Yeah, it's so funny. Runs away. Yep, but Jones is dead. He falls into the uh, the maelstrom, but uh, because Will is dead and he stabbed Davy Jones's heart, he is now the captain of the Dutchman, and he has to get his own heart stabbed or cut out. So, but Jack and Elizabeth they scram before that happens because the whole crew swarms them and uh, they do chanting, their thing. Yep, chanting the part of the ship, part, part of the, the ship, crew. part of the crew. The Dutchman needs a captain. Yeah, and then it's Jack's father that actually does it with the blade that yep. he gave him. Yeah, yep. which yep. Is, I think was pretty cool because he pulls it. Um, he said, "I'm not going to hurt you," and then he stabs the ship or whatever into the railing. Yeah, or the into ship. the railing. And that's when he kind of like snaps out of whatever phase or yeah. AZ was in there. But uh, yeah, I mean, like Dan said, he was killed with his own blade, the yep. blade that it was supposed to go to Norrington in the first one. So they so the pearl escapes from the maelstrom. You see the Dutchman kind of get consumed by it, and then it's the whole thing where like they get out and like Gibbs is like, "We should do what all pirates are good at doing: run." And Jack's yeah. like, ah, "I'm not a I'm not much into following the rules." So their whole yeah. thing is they're just gonna go, and Beckett is like, "I got this, I got this." He's like drinking tea and shit. Yeah, he's like, "Just just destroy." Yeah. I said tea time on the on the deck of the boat. Yeah. Like that's odd. Like you don't normally have tea time outside. Yeah. Like he should be hiding and in it, his yeah, it was office really or whatever. Windy and shit too. But he um. But yeah, this is when the pearl starts to the pearl's just standing there. It's just sitting in the yeah. in the in one spot, and you know they're just gonna come and pretty much destroy it. But then the Dutchman comes out. But the coolest thing about when the Dutchman reemerges is that it it. It cleans itself up. It's yep, like shinier. Yep. It looks better. There's actually pieces of wood that fall off it. Of course, the whole crew turn back into humans. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah. And of course, Beckett thinks that it's Jones. He's like, oh, well, I'm glad she's back. But then, yep. nope. This is possibly, I love this scene so much where they literally, they, you know, he know Beckett is like so confident and what he's about to do until yep. he sees that the Dutchman and the Pearl are riding side by side. And then you see his face change to the point where they're asking for orders and he can't give any. Yeah. He, is, he knows he's fucked. And then you get and the slow motion shot of just the two ships just blasting. But he says um, something about it's good business. It's just good business. It's just yes. good business. And I'm like... Yeah, after they say, abandon ship, abandon ship. And he just stands there and he's like, it's just, I'm like, it's just good business. <laughs> I'm like, they have the right idea. Your right hand man at the time is yeah. like giving the good orders, and yeah. you're just sitting there like because he, he doesn't know what to I do. What to do. Is, I would, he's, he's never been in that. He's situation. in danger. I would have liked this scene better he's if they at least if at least right. Fuck what? What? Fuck what? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I would have liked the scene way better if he at least, like, one of the dudes, like, if he didn't answer, if the other guys were like, just fire the fucking cannons. If they're already getting torn up, at least, at least they returned fire to some extent. I would have felt better about the scene. But, like, the fact that nobody does anything and they just yeah. get torn apart. Oh, I'm they like, get okay. torn apart. And yeah, however, like, slow motion, though. It does look cool. It looks cool as fuck, dude. I feel like they wouldn't have had any chance, even if they did, because oh, yeah, they, they would have to, they would have had to get everybody there, load their cannons, Pack the cannons and then fire. Like I don't feel like they had their cannons loaded, ready to go in case 
the ship, you know, caught fire or whatever, and it it would explode the ship anyways. Yeah. It just felt like like because he wouldn't give a command, like nobody did anything. That's what it, that's why I felt like it ended on a wet farm. Like, nobody did anything. Is why they I knew they weren't good. Yeah, but like I don't know. That's just yeah. You got the whole thing where he's walking down the steps as like every as he gets closer to the bottom, like a cannonball is coming through, destroying the whole thing until the point where he's I guess gets engulfed by flames. But then there's a shot where it shows a guy landing on top of a East Indian Training Company um, yeah. flag. I'm like, is that Beckett or was that just a dude? Yeah, probably just a dude. I don't know. Yeah. I just I assumed it was Beckett because the ship exploded. Yeah, yeah. I just assumed it was oh, dude, it fucking it explodes. Beckett. Yeah, yes. and then it just immediately <laughs> it goes down and blaze of glory. It goes sinks so fast. So we, Will is the new captain, of the Dutchman. You see the scar on his chest where they had to cut out his heart. Is mm-hmm. uh, of course Will is going to try to do the job the way he's supposed to. Uh, pretty much all of the crewmen don't have debts anymore, but Will's dad's like, "Well, I have a debt that I need to repay," and I'm guessing it's to spend more time with him. Like he wasn't able to yep. be his father, so that was his debt. Yeah. Yeah. So he pretty much uh, get to the wheel, Mr. Turner. Yes, Captain Turner. Yeah. It was cool though. Like he ends up being a pirate and he gets to spend that time with his dad. Yeah. And you know, you know, I mean, assuming I've never seen the other two that follow this, but you know Will's gonna do the job. Because he, he is one to do the job. Like as you've seen him as a blacksmith and everything else, he yeah. does his job. So well, that's the thing, like his job is to ferry souls lost at sea to the afterlife yep. is it that hard no nah, i think i, I, I don't think, think his like, job is to destroy ships or to just kill people like yeah. jones was doing yeah it was just a fairy soul yeah jones, yeah, just, jones just took it too far baby. yeah he hurt my feelings hurt my feelings yeah. calypso she i now squid man. i now squid man <laughs> <laughs> but also like, the whole thing with the ship reverting back to its original state you know new captain new crew yeah, yeah it's like you said it's like, first start you said we were watching the yeah movie. i was like i mean you see you see the fish parts falling off and like his dad pulling off the starfish off yep. his face and it's like oh they've got you know the starfish right. is just like starfish love me <laughs> <laughs> love that song <laughs> but yeah new new captain new crew yep they have to restart there it's cool though it gives them all a second chance it's, yeah it's, it's only fair and like he's gonna let him he's gonna let him go because he's like i can you know i can pirate the you know fuck you pirate the ship myself yeah uh. like he can <laughs> steer the ship wherever it wants to go yeah. he don't need nobody on there but you know so Elizabeth has a kind of a ceremonial exit off the pearl. Um, I love the whole thing where she meets up with Jack and she like kind of goes in to like give him a kiss. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's not do that. Again. Once is enough. The last, yeah, ti- the last time didn't go so well for me. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was just going to give him a hug. Like yeah. that's what I would assume you would do, but yeah. she's all about locking lips with people. So I don't But Gibbs is like your chariot awaits and it's, just a boat hanging inside. there. He's like, the oars are inside. Like, you're going to this by yourself. Yeah. So she gets to be with Will for a day. Um, they have a very hot and heavy day. We even get a weird scene where he's like, stroking that thigh. I know. He's getting dude. all up in that thigh. I'm going to need the other one. I'm like, damn, I don't, I think, sure I don't think we'll ever get get. I don't think anyone it. would ever get that close to Kira Knightley's thigh other than her own husband. 
but I saw it up close. <laughs> Hello there, Kira Knightley's thigh. <laughs> How are you doing today? Hello, puppet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I love that that was the last thing that, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Pintel or whatever. Pintel. 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 Says to her, he's like, uh, goodbye, Poppet. I was like, oh, fun night. She's been Poppet since day one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they have their thing. Will leaves. Jack, uh, Jack is like bringing two women from Tortuga to go see the Pearl. The well, Barbosa is like, peace out, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Takes the Pearl. And, um, of course, Gibbs is passed out drunk on the dock. Doesn't realize the ship's gone. I love it. He's like, Mr. Gibbs, someone has taken the ship. And he's like, oh, what ship? And he's like, oh, Jack, somebody he, took the ship. No. He's like, really? He's <laughs> like, we're on the ship. No, that's right. He's got like a teddy bear. He's like on the teddy yes. bear. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, so Jack decides to, t- he takes a little dinghy boat and uh, yes. Gibbs, Gibbs gets to take, he uh, tries to hit on the ladies. And uh, hey, ladies, what do you know about sea turtles? <laughs> Yes, yes. But you find out that the charts that Barbosa had, Jack cut them because the crew of the Pearl ask about them, and he opens it up, and it's just a big hole. And then Jack's on his little boat with the thing, and he turns it, and it says, uh, like it says something about like the fountain of youth, like that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Way to set up for another movie because this 100% set it up. Like, I even though I feel like at the time they were like, we're not going to do any more, we were doing more. And as soon as I watched this movie, I remember literally writing, I because I like to write like ideas for movies. And I was like, the ne- Pirates 4 is going to be about Blackbeard. And then it came out and it was about Blackbeard. <laughs> I was like, you bastards, <laughs> you took oh, my I idea. Got <laughs> I got a question Is Pirates 4 about the Fountain of Youth? Yes. Okay, good. I was just making sure it wasn't like, ah, oh, Fountain of Youth. Woo, let's mention it. And then, like, they do the next movie, they completely disregard It's about it. the Fountain of Youth, yes. Hmm. Um, Fuck that guy. So, yeah, we and then we get, of course, Jack singing A Pirate's Life for Me. And he sings it the right way, unlike uh, the first one. Not with a, really bad eggs? Nope. Yeah. Hmm. I love, though, when his compass points him to the rum, and then it points yeah, him into the direction he needs to go. There you go. So good. <laughs> Because it point it points him in one direction and he opens the room and he's like, ah, ah you got me, <laughs> you know me. Is there a is there a post credit scene? There is. Watch it. It's ten years later and we have a little a little uh, Will Turner and Elizabeth waiting for Will to show back up and you see like the green flash and then you see Will kind of riding on the mast like I'm coming home. With his cool with his cool bandana, I'm like, put a wear a fucking cool pirate's hat. What's this stupid yeah. ass bandana? Right, yeah, bro? stupid yeah. bandana, yeah. son. It, son, you got to go to bed early tonight. Yeah, you'll learn when you're you, you need to sleep in the other hut. Put your pillow <laughs> over your ears. It just gets to the point where you get to see him one day every ten years. I don't give a shit. Just put your kid in the room. If he hears shit, he hears shit. Sorry, kid. Yeah. He'll, He'll give him some rum. He'll get over it. Explain it to you when you get older. I finished yeah. another book. It's full. It's empty. I need a new one. Oh, you're just gonna oh. have to start labeling them. Volume one, volume yeah. two. Well, that's it. That is Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> at World's End. Hello, everybody. It's uh, it's us from the future because 
how many times are we going to record an episode and for completely forget to read the comments that you guys leave? Because clearly I don't take well enough notes to remind myself. But uh, yeah, we uh, we had a couple comments for at World's End. So I'm going to to read them because it's our our good friend, Darren, who has commented on every single one of these. So I couldn't forget that. And he states, like Dead Man's Chest, it's full of huge, crazy choices that I can't help but adore 16 years on. My favorite gag is the character's parlay on the beach with Davy Jones standing in a bucket of water. (laughs) I also love that our last shot of Captain Jack mirrors his intro from Black Pearl. Very well said. Very well said. And then our our second one is from Joseph R. Casper, who just says, Selfang is dead. Yes, yes. Thank you, everybody, for your comments, and make sure to check your Twitter or Instagram every week, uh, usually around Friday or Saturday, depending on when I watch the movie. Uh, so you can leave your comment on whatever movie we're covering. So thank you very much. All right, back to the video. We are going to be taking a couple weeks off from the Pirates franchise to talk about some other movies, some movies that are celebrating some anniversaries this year. And uh, next week, we're going to have another guest on the show to talk about something a little spooky spooky. Probably considered one of the scariest movies we've probably covered on this show. Uh, We're going to have Wyatt from Cinema Trip Reviews back on the show since his... uh, since his episode on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, we're going to be talking about 2013's Evil Dead. And I'm very excited because I just got this beautiful 4K uh, collector's edition uh, Blu-ray that I'm very excited to watch. So um, it came just in time. But yeah, that'll be episode 111. And then I don't know what we're doing after that, but we're just going to talk about this and then we'll figure it out from here. And uh, yeah, and then of course, hopefully uh, we're we have some... Awesome content over on the Patreon for five dollars. We're going to have uh, extra reviews. We're going to have a um, a Godzilla show that we are not a Godzilla show, but a kaiju show in the works. Uh, probably going to have our first episode at some point. Either you've already heard it, or it's already out, or it's going to be coming up. I don't know. We record these like two, three weeks ahead of time, so I don't know what's happening. But yeah, that's what's going on with the show next week. Evil Dead twenty thirteen. Very excited because I have not seen this movie all the way through so it'll be my first go around and um i love the evil dead franchise so i'm very excited to see how this stacks up to the original trilogy so i've heard great things and i saw evil dead rise so i'm expecting good things from from that movie but i'm very excited because it's uh definitely a movie with not a lot of comedic elements to it so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how this episode goes, but I'm very excited to have Wyatt back. Uh, I, as you all know, I was over. I did an episode with him uh, on Matrix Reloaded recently, so make sure to check that out over on his show. Make sure to check that out. But yeah, it's been fun talking about Pirates of the Caribbean last three weeks, and we're gonna be back in a few weeks to jump into the fourth one. Dan, yes, uh, Andrew just pointed out to me. I didn't even realize. Apparently, if you have not seen it and you want to watch it before we talk about it. Uh, Evil Dead 2013 is on Tubi. It is, yeah. I did not know that. I was like, really? Yeah. It's such a new film. But anyway, yeah, if you want to know, if you want to like have the same information we have, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. That's episode 110, everybody. This is uh, talk about these movies. A lot of fun. Get in talk about these uh, movies that really were a lot of fun for me when I was a kid, teenager, and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I'm very excited to talk about Evil Dead next week. And then, you know, very excited to get back into this franchise for the final two movies because it goes places. 
some some places no, not scared. as good as others, but uh, it's definitely it's to be Indy honest. Jones Locker. To be honest, it's definitely better than a lot of the franchises we covered, where it's a lot of good in the beginning and then kind of like oof once you get towards the bottom of the barrel. There, uh, the I, I gotta say, the fourth and fifth movies they are fun. It's greed. Oh, it's, absolutely! It's Disney. Like it's stop. People don't know how to stop when the getting is good. Like it's like they have to stretch more, yeah. and it's like one hundred percent. Leave it, leave it. But yeah, you can follow us at Dissect That Film over on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can also find us on all the podcast services: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Good Pods. I'm trying to think, YouTube. Ooh. If you want to watch Google podcast, the, Google podcast. And uh, of course we're on YouTube. If you want to watch the video versions of us, if you watch us on YouTube, make sure to like comment and subscribe and uh, yeah, leave us your comments. Cause it's fun to read those. And uh, also if you listen to us on Apple podcast, Spotify or Apple podcast or good pods or anywhere where you can leave a review on the show, make sure to give us five stars and leave us a nice review. Tell us how much you like the show uh, or just give us whatever you think we deserve. If you're on Spotify, make sure to rate us five stars because the more reviews we get, the more ears we go into, and that's cool. And we'd like to get to 20, uh, 25 star reviews on Spotify. We're at 15 right now. So make sure yes. if you listen to us on Spotify and you haven't re- rated us yet, do it. Please, do it's free. It. it doesn't cost you anything. So that's cool. Fucking do it. Do it. You can follow Angela and Dan on all their links down below. My links will also be down below if you want to follow any of my accounts that I don't pay attention to much. And we have a Patreon. Email address. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You can also email us at dissectthatfilm at gmail.com if you have any suggestions on movies you'd like to see us cover in the future. Uh, You know, or you just want to say, hey, you know, that's cool, too. You know, we don't get many emails on there. So Um, it's always good to see um, people, you know, leave cool emails. Uh, um, And... We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash dissect that film, where we have a one at this moment, we have a $1 and a $5 tier. A $5 tier literally will get you episodes early. It'll get you our commentary track for Jurassic Park, which will be this month, our extra Patreon exclusive reviews. And if you just want to subscribe at $1 on Patreon, you'll get our episodes early. And it's just, you know, we appreciate you. You know, it's definitely not something that we beg for, but it's definitely a huge help for us to uh get better equipment for the show and you know make this a little bit you know looking a little bit better sound a little bit better and all that fun stuff you know make us a little bit more professional professional yes exactly yeah gross who wants to be professional uh yeah we'll do that all those links will be down in the description or in the show notes we appreciate you i can't believe this is a episode 110 it's where has the time gone everybody but i appreciate all the support and love and um yeah we'll see y'all again next time i am brett parker that is dan and angela of dna gaming we are dissect that film and this has been the dissect that film podcast episode 110 we'll see y'all again next time Bye-bye. bye bye